What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hi guys, you're really welcome back to this channel that discusses all things about narcissistic abuse, particularly in the intimate relationship and how to recover from it. Guys, if you like anything in the video, can you consider subscribing, liking, sharing and commenting, which all helps to get small channels like this to grow, to get out there in the YouTube algorithm and to get the word out to more people. And again, I say, just imagine if you didn't have this information and you were going through what you went through. So just in the, as anti-narcissistic abuse, do your part to get that information, that life-saving information out to somebody else. It could save someone's life. That's how important it is, in, in my opinion, anyway. And I've heard that said a lot on this, these channels. So, guys, what I would like to do now is a series of videos on hoovering. Um, I've done hoovering before at the beginning, you know, when I started the channel off, I did a few videos on hoovering and they're still relevant. So, you know, pop down to that playlist if you want to check them out. But there's still and there's still people that are new coming into this whole awful situation and still learning about narcissistic abuse and even kind of vets can learn. I still learn on a daily basis, you know, new stuff about the whole shamazzle. So if, you know, for, from that point of view, I still get questions in emails, you know, so, you know, asking me about the ho whole hoovering process and saying, Paula, I'm never going to get hoovered. It's just no way am I getting hoovered. So I'd like to kind of get into that. And I'm just going to go through the, the list of videos that I'd like to cover on hoovering. And if any of you have any suggestions on video topics related to this or otherwise, but just for now, I suppose, particularly on the hoovering aspect or questions you'd like answered, please feel free to email me at narxcon at gmail.com. That's N-A-R-C-S-C-O-N at gmail.com. I'm also available for coaching there in a one-to-one -one via Zoom. So this this actually, the whole topic has actually come, come about in one way uh, by an email I got there in relation to the new supply being used to Hoover um, a client of mine who, who was with me about a year ago. And I think, I don't know if you're watching, um, just for identity purposes, I'm not going to say any names, but um, I don't think probably at the stage a year ago that you thought you would get a Hoover and the Hoover did come. 
Hoovering guys is a really excellent diagnostic tool. You know, we've discovered we've discussed the diagnostic tools in a good few videos um, in relation to was I with a narcissist? Did they really have NPD? Uh, the Hoover is, though we don't always get it, you know, we've been discarded or whatever, that we don't always get it immediately. But if you ever want confirmation of a diagnosis, it's when the narcissist hoovers. And they are so predictably boring that 99.9% of narcissists will hoover. So it's a great way if, and usually actually, they hoover around the time that you're feeling just about healed, that you're on the point of actually, you know, launching out into your new life or you've you've done that to a certain degree. And they seem to, I believe, spiritually pick up on vibes and will hoover just at that point. Again, leave a comment if that's happened to you. It definitely happened to me. I was, I think, about a week a week after saying, I really feel I'm healed. And along came Mr. Hoover. So, okay. So this video is going to cover the comment that Paula, the narcissist will never Hoover me. And uh, what do you think? So this is going to cover that. And um, the other the other videos I'm going to do are, I just have to read them out on my list, guys. Um, the time scales of, of the Hoover, when will the Hoover come, is another uh, big question. And people, some people want the Hoover as validation that they were with a narcissist. Some people are still codependent on the narcissist and actually do want the narcissist to come back to a certain extent. So there's kind of a variety of reasons for people wanting to know when the Hoover will come. And another reason is some people actually just want to get revenge and want to be able to say no to the narcissist when the narcissist has left them so cruelly and, you know, wouldn't talk to them or whatever. They want their chance. But for whatever reason you want to know when the Hoover comes, I'll try my very best to give you an estimate or to explain the kind of time processes with narcissists. No one can predict like I'm not I'm not looking into my um, what do you call that uh, fortune telling uh, ball, crystal ball. And I can't, you know, tell you, oh, I think your Hoover's going to come the 27th of August. Most definitely not. But with narcissists, they follow behavior patterns. So you've a good chance of predicting a possible or possibility of a Hoover and the time scale. So the other video is going to be, which sparked and stimulated or encouraged me to get these hoovering videos out is when the narcissist uses their new supply to hoover you, which is a very interesting one. Very interesting. And that client of mine has actually given me permission to read extracts from her email without identifying her in relation to how that happened to her, which would be very helpful to us. And I thank you very much for allowing us to do that. The other one, uh, the video is what happens if you accept the Hoover? What can you expect? And the next video, the last one, I think I'll do it unless you guys can come up with any other suggestions is what type of supply person, I hate calling us supplies, but what kind of um, person would the narcissist be most inclined to hoover or who's the most attractive 
Hoover prospect for a narcissist. So all questions around the Hoover that we'll hope to to go through and I'll set this all up in a playlist for people to finally get all their questions answered in relation to hoovering. So guys, there are two types of hoover again. One is when the narcissist discards us. So I'll call that the discard follow-up hoover. And the other hoover comes when you or I discard the narcissist. So in this particular series from now, I'm going to discuss the discard hoover, when the narcissist discards us. Because the other hoover is comes very quickly and without going without actually doing a video on it, the other Hoover, when you actually go away from the narcissist or discard them, they immediately come back with a big Hoover trying to get you back. And the reason for that is because they don't want to be the ones that, that you know, they don't want you to have the power to have said goodbye to them. They want to get back in with you, give you a great time, and then they, they're the ones that drop you. So the narcissist always has to be in control. So that's that hoover. We're going to shelve that over there like the narcissist do with us. We're going to shelve that type of hoover over there. And we're going to talk about when the narcissist has discarded you. So let's get into it. OK, so it's actually interesting. If you have had a vicious, cruel, cold, sadistic discard, which most of them are for various reasons. And that's another topic for a video. But most of them are vicious enough to actually send some people to the brink of suicide and send some people to actually commit suicide after the abuse they've also been through. The discard is the final, fi sorry, final pinnacle moment of the narcissist's revenge on you for all the, the effort they had to put in to get you hooked because they totally resent being addicted to you and dependent on you for their supply because they are not individuals who can live alone as a self-functioning, self-regulating, um, spiritually beautiful being. It's, it's not something that they can do. They're addicted to what I would call, what I would call supply from other people. They're addicted to your emotional output to regulate their emotions. And I also believe that they're addicted to a very bad and dark energy, which also they need to feed. But that's just my opinion, guys. I believe in the spiritual and the psychological elements of narcissism. So you've gotten this really cruel, uh, vicious Hoover, or sorry, vicious discard where the narcissist has lambasted you as being the spawn of the devil, the devil incarnate, uh, responsible for all the wrongdoings in the world. You're responsible for um, hunger in the world. You're responsible for climate change. You're responsible for absolutely everything. And you better take the blame because the narcissist is not to blame for one single iota. Mr. or Mrs. Narcissist is going off into the sunset as perfection personified and you are the baddie. 
So I do jest, but that is that is the discard in essence. That's the atmosphere of the discard. And I'm sure a lot of you guys will back that up. The narcissist is sailing off into the sunset and has wiped you down off themselves as if you're a big piece of dirt. Well, maybe even a piece of dirt is giving you too much credibility as actually even existing. That is how cruel and abominable the discard is and how cold and unattached to you a narcissist is. It's totally a transactional type of dealing. When you're dealing with a narcissist, you do not have a relationship with them. You can never have a relationship with them. And they're not worth thinking about once you unhook yourself from the spiritual connection and from the trauma bond with them. That becomes very apparent that they are incapable of having a relationship with anybody. So guys, you get the comments, then they'll never come back to me. I mean, after someone leaves you in that type of a a way or a manner, you know, blaming you and telling you that you're worthless and, and with vitriol and hatred, you think they're never going to darken my door again. Blimey, like, you know, <laughs> they have a big issue with me and obviously I should go off and finish myself off because after hearing that, well, I, uh, what's the point? What is the point in going on if we were to believe these very disturbed personality disordered individuals. But unfortunately, because we've bought into the film or the movie, you know, that went on and we haven't maybe received the knowledge about narcissism, we do take that on board. And it's a very dangerous time for people who've been discarded. So why would the narcissist ever consider darkening your door again? Guys, if you understand why the narcissist would come back or why they hoover, then you don't have to wait for the hoover to come. You can take my word and the word of others that they will be back. And if they've given you the worst possible discard, here's a point of interest. You let them down in their minds so badly. They were so disgusted that you let them down because you were actually an excellent source of supply. And that's one of the reasons why you got such a vicious discard. In the moment when the narcissist is discarding you, they fully believe everything they're saying. It's not said for effect. They have convinced themselves of this and that's their truth as they ride off into the sunset with, with oftentimes the love of their life or the next love of their lives. So if they have done that, you can be even more sure that they will come back to Hoover you because how can I say, the measure of the amount of vitriol and hate you received is the nearly akin to the measure and amount of how much they valued your supply for whatever reason. 
So they ain't going to leave that lying out there, you know, in the open for someone else to pick up because they've invested in you and that supply was value to them, was very much of value to them. So again, a measure of the discard is the measure of the actual, the actual, um, the actual admiration or amount of value they put on your supply, so to speak. So they will be back. It's just a question of a few things. So why do they hoover? The main reason a narcissist will hoover is you were an excellent source of supply, not because of you, but because of their situation. Say it's a year down the road, the person they've gone off with isn't measuring up. And remember, people are always devalued. So the narcissist is a transactional being. And they're always looking at life, not in, oh, I love this person so much. I wonder how they're doing. You know, we did have great times together. Uh -uh, that's not the way they look at life. They look at life as my life, Mr. or Mrs. Narcissist's life. How's that going? How are they faring with their situation that they're in at the moment? And could they or not could they, can they do better? So they're always looking. They're always measuring. It's like someone in employment thinking, well, I'm in this job now. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm on a certain wage. They're looking around for a better job. The narcissist isn't willing to wait. They're not willing to work in that particular job to get higher up on the in their in on the ranks. Basically, they want to hop and jump to the easiest way to get the most for them for themselves. So they're measuring up who they're with at the moment and they'll measure that person up against anyone else that's out there that's new or anyone that they've been with. So if there ain't no one new on the horizon and the person that they're with is quite measuring up or they feel that they could do better in an easier way that this person is causing too much trouble, which is one of the reasons they may have left you in the first place, they will rethink the whole history of you. And because this person is bad, you'll be looking good to them because they're always black and white. It's just a simple mathematical equation. If I'm not getting much here, if this person's at plus two and the other person that I left would have been a plus four, as it changes, because this person started off at a plus six when you were a plus four, and then they go down to the plus four and everything's equal. And the narcissist may be sniffing around at that stage, maybe giving you a little hoover by proxy or a little text or trying out a few new supply sources. This person then goes down to a plus two and you're still at plus four, edging up to a plus five and there ain't no one else on the horizon they will go back to you if it suits them, if it suits their purposes and you're looking more attractive. Everything is forgotten about. They change that in their mind, things they said about you, they start to make excuses for, they start to excuse you for that and say, ah, well, she was pretty good at that though. And in fairness, like, 
I I should give her another chance because, you know, really, I really should give her another chance. Now, I may have to tell her off or him off and get them back into line again. But they kind of even justify it to themselves, like as if they're a good person, you know, coming back to you and maybe giving you another chance and helping you out. That's the way they kind of reframe it for themselves to make it acceptable to go back to you. But it's all about where they're at. It's it's not about lovely memories of you. It's just how did you make them feel? And are you the best option at the moment to say, look after their emotional needs, give them sex, give them money, a place to live? a job, contacts, character traits, whatever else they're after. If your package is the best package out there, the narcissist will come back to you. And again, the more vitriol and hatred they showed you when they were discarding you means the more pissed off they were that you were becoming too hard to handle, setting boundaries. They had to put too much energy in or you were doing you were actually saying no to them maybe once or twice. And that that's not on with a narcissist. So, guys, you know, why why do narcissists hoover? They hoover to suit themselves. It's nothing to do with an emotional attachment to you. It's an emotion. It's an attachment to what you provide. The narcissist will do like we do, you know, with, um, say, our Wi-Fi, you know, when we go to different providers of that uh, supply. So, you know, for our broadband services, there might be a better offer coming in from another provider and they might might be giving us higher speeds. But the narcissist is always looking around for a better deal. So if they've left their old provider and gone on to a new provider and then their old provider is looking juicy again, coming up with a better deal, well, they'll they'll swap. It's no, it's no big deal to them. They have no loyalty. They have no attachment. They have no love. All they have is the ability to uncannily and disgustingly and evilly look after their own needs. So never think that because you were left or because you tried to destroy the narcissist or you gave them a very hard time and, you know, you took revenge on the narcissist. Never, ever think that because that there's closure with a narcissist. The only closure with a narcissist is when you give yourself closure and close down the any interaction with them whatsoever. And even at that the narcissist is still looking for a way back at a particular time in their lives when they feel that you're the best option. They can always, because they've magical thinking, because of their narcissism, they change reality to suit themselves at every stage. At every stage, guys, they're never genuine. They, they're they're movable in a dark energy and they just look after themselves to your detriment. They have no care at all for you in any circumstance, not in the love bombing, not in the discard, not in the hoover. It's not about you. It's just about them. In my opinion, they always 
Hoover. So I hope that one has covered the aspect of I don't think the narcissist will ever hoover me again or ever come back to try and hoover me. So that, guys, would conclude the first video in the hoovering series. And I'm going to make a playlist, as I said. And the next video is going to cover, cover when will they hoover, what kind of time scale and what kind of you know circumstance will they hoover us in. Take great care, guys, of yourselves. Keep healing. You will do it. You'll get to the great stage. Put the work in. It's worth it. Wait and you see the results. Believe you me, it's one of the best things you'll ever do in your life. Keep going. You keep going. Each day you get up, do a little bit better. Keep putting the effort in. Okay, guys, I'll see you again shortly. Take care. Bye.